0: Hashtag we Love Number 1 Sports Digital Radio Station in Africa. Africa. So thank you so much for your time. What a night it is here today. How excited are you for this
1: launch? Oh, I'm very excited. I've been waiting for this book for a very long time. It should have come out a lot lot uh, much earlier. Yeah. But I'm glad that Zelo has actually come to the, you know, and, and to do this. So I'm very excited. This is uh, somebody who probably more than than many other people responsible for South African football history. In the way that it is right now, Mm -hmm. at least the recent history of football.
0: Mm -hmm. And uh, I was actually speaking to Datesel Rabatata, who's the author Mm -hmm. of this book, just talking about uh, why now, you know. And he's just like, there's a lot of things in football that have happened and are taking place, but, uh, you know, um, Datesel Solomon Stix Moreau was not given um, the credit that he should have been given. Um, Do you feel that, do you share the same sentiment?
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, the problem, I think, uh, to a great extent in football is that our history is not not being properly captured, it's too much mired down in the personalities of the present. And we really have to get to a point where we acknowledge the history of all of those who've come before us. Uh, you know, South African football history, the first time football was played in South Africa was in 1859 mm. in Cape Town. Mm. Uh, you know, it was called, something called Gogs football. Mm. Uh, and then it transformed later and then formed into a, an, uh, uh, what we know now as association football in 1861, 1863. But, uh, it has a long history, and people don't know enough about that history. Mm-hmm. And with people like, you know, the late Mr. Morewa, I, I think it's long past that time, and we must do more of this, so it's never too late. Uh, you know, earlier should be better but it's never too late to write about that history
0: indeed i mean do you have any anecdotes or stories that you can share with us uh, um, about the kind of person that he was or any special moments that you guys
1: well i've not personally been you know in touch with him i came in just a few months after his unfortunate departure from safa i came in in april of 1997 into safa and unfortunately i found you know a lot of things that were happening at the time i just returned from exile and uh, you know so i was introduced But uh, with everyone that I've interacted with, and I'm telling you, I have collected quite a bit of of, uh, material over the years about what he's done for South African football. Mm. And, uh, you know, we would not have had the 2010 FIFA Mm -hmm. World Cup here if it was not for him. him. He was the person with the grand ideas for South African football, and we must be thankful for him. He thought big, he thought uh, in a way that placed South African football amongst the best in the world. You know, if we had listened to if we had actually acted on his dreams, I think we would have been among the best in the world right now as we speak.
0: Indeed, I mean talking about the best in the world, I mean during his time he was also an administrative backbone of successful Bafana yes. Bafana squad that actually won the AFCON in 1996 and also subsequently qualifying for the FIFA World Cup for the very first time. Yeah. Just having to know what he has done for football and what football is going through um, now, currently is this the perfect time to be reading, to be able to read about this man and also kind of realize all those and remember all those who fought for football and that we must also just not let it go but also fight harder
1: well absolutely you know football is about dreams it's about the dreams of the kids and it's about the dreams of those who are able to to make it uh, uh, or put it in a better place Uh, he was one of those visionaries that actually dreamed of south african football becoming and being put in a better place in world football. As I said, you know, that dream when he went to, uh, to the uh, World Cup mm-hmm. in the U.S. in 1994 is when this thing struck him, I believe, uh, there. From everybody that was with him, I was told that uh, he came up with that idea. So if there's anybody who should be credited for having us having hosted the World Cup in 2010 in South Africa, it's him. It can't be anybody else, because he came up with the idea. He's the one that, that really set that vision and then made people to dream. And that dream became a reality in 2010. And I think the, 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 the dreams of the kids who then went subsequently to play in Europe, for instance, you know, the Lucas Hadebets and the Mark Fishers and all of those players, they are the ones who really took that dream from him and lived that dream so i i think it's you know uh, yes his his role in south african football history needs to be a little bit more prominent than it currently is
0: yeah i mean the legacy has to continue but uh, you speak about as a woman i always advocate for women's sports and that's what he actually had time for you yes. also gave women football an opportunity as well and looking at uh, the trajectory of women's football in the country uh, currently yep. um well, the results speak for themselves yeah. in terms of what the team has done and flying the South African flag very high. But do you feel that the legacy and what he fought for is uh, uh, well within its way and where it's supposed to be?
1: Well, it's a natural legacy, given what, he's, uh, you know, what he stood for. I worked with just about everyone that worked with him, and so I, it feels like I knew him personally, uh, given what I've heard from what he has done and how he dealt with people and how he promoted, especially women's football. Uh, we took it from there. We did, you know. After, again, he came up with the idea. We need to find out where women's football is being played in the country. And in 1998, we just we went around the country doing exactly that. We went and did a survey with the late Kitty choma and then Ria Ladwaba was also part of that process. And we we then went to get a sense of, of where women's football is in the country. And I'm telling you, we, you know, uh, again. Uh, we, we could have done better over the years, uh, but women's football has come very, very far to the point where it is now probably the most exciting sports property in the country right now.
0: Well, Mr. Mumble, thank you so much for your time. I'll let you go. I'll let you mingle with everyone who is here anticipating this book launch here today. It's
1: my pleasure to be here. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Thank you. Vision
1: View Sports Radio, outside Broadcast.